bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Skins and chaps, papri bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, papri bangers and mash. Welcome to bangers and mash. The chat is a mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are the coast and the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants and the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to bangers and mash. Well, here we are. We're back again. Uh, time, Tom. Time, Tom. <laughs> time, Tom. <laughs> That's a new. That's, that's is that a new, new character, character you're working on? Uh, I'm Time, Tom. And uh, the year is 1911. He's very bad at his one job. <laughs> um, he's got to tell you what year it is, and he's, he's 100 years off. Anyway, um, I am Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. Together we're Pappies, and we are back for P-Bam 3. Bangers and Mash, episode 3. Bangers and Mash, episode 3. Let's just imagine it. Let's just, let's just picture what has happened here. Imagine, dear listener, you have eaten... <laughs> Two whole bowls I tell you full what, imagine, of bangers and mash. Imagine you've gone back to episodes one and two and listened to the first couple of minutes of those and explains what the concept imagine is. Imagine Time Tom has taken you back in time. It's to 1911. 1911. Pre-podcast. It's 1911. What's on the table? Three bowls of bangers and mash? <laughs> You're going to eat them all because it's 1911. All right, that's really upsetting. <laughs> all right, that's okay. that's very confusing. Okay, well, anyway, forget all of that. Um, this is uh, a chat that we had off the top of our heads, and then we listened to it, went back, and wrote sketches to put in. Yeah, yeah that's pretty a, much a, it. a couple of things to mention. It's a little bit grainy um, at times, a little bit. Because it was recorded in 1911. <laughs> yeah. 1911. No, there's a bit of sound trouble on it. Yeah, there's a little bit of husk, but I think that'll just make it all the more sexy. And Correct. the second thing to mention is. It's quite a lot of boobs. Oh, we, we, yeah, we, so it's, it's a very boob centric episode. Yeah, but it's, yeah. A, it's a 15, not an 18. Yeah. yeah, if it was a film. Exactly. So listen, maybe even a 12A. Listen to it with your parents, is what we're trying to say. And, uh, <laughs> Parental and supervision. Any, any, t- yeah, any teenage boys listening, don't go pausing it on the boob bit. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode started off, because I'd started one and Tom had started one, Tom gifted Ben the chance to start an episode himself. He's very kind. I, is it fair to say that you've kicked one off, I've kicked one off? All right, Pete happy Bam to do three. it. Uh, P-Bam 3, P-Bam three. The, the Rise of the Clarkens. In his 30th year. Yes, so freshly 30, I've got... Bringing his new... Stuff to account. ...wisdom. Tom, it'll be easier for Ben to start if you stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to start now. I like it, starting. So, check this out. This genuinely happened this morning. I was on the bus, and riding alongside the bus was a man going to work on a unicycle. Oh, I've got Nobs. no time for that. Nobs. No time for it. Knobs. Okay, talk us through it. What was he wearing? He was wearing, like, full cyclers kind of gear. Like, not... not he wasn't, you know, wearing anything wacky. Helmet. That's, Are you sure? That's him being wacky. That's the thing. Him not wearing a, a clown outfit is him going, yeah, it's just a normal thing. That's how I do it. I mean, uh, this will probably catch on. What's next? Oh, the penny knob. The penny farthing? Is that yeah. going to make... Actually... I, if it was a penny farthing, I probably would. I'd go along with that. I quite like that. Are you sure it was a unicycle? Are you sure it wasn't like the the car in front of him had just obscured? No, no, because I mean the first, very specific the front half. But of the, the thing bike. is, like pretty much the entire journey, he was alongside us because the bus was going very slowly and obviously stopping a lot. Was he like and flicking so, the V signs? Maybe well, someone also, had licked his wheel. Also, he was his on front wheel. That doesn't. It doesn't. That's not how a unicycle's made. If you've got a hacksaw. Well, someone's hacksawed his bike in half. Yeah. And he's like, well, make do and mend. <laughs> was he juggling at the Wait, same time? Wait, hang on a second. Hold, hold tight. What, what was that noise you That's made? That's the noise of the unicycle. 
You never seen a uni? Have you ever I been to that a was you hacksaw in the unicycle in Hartford? Oh no, 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 that's. <laughs> so that's me. That's me hacksawing and then stealing. <laughs> Wait, so you've but you've but you've stolen the front half. Well, that's what that, I reckon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. The guy has found a bike, hacksawed off the vitals and unicycled away. <laughs> That was the other thing about him. He'd hacksawed <laughs> off his own vitals. <laughs> a tragic, a tragic accident. Had to hacksaw off your own vitals. How would it be an accident? <laughs> <laughs> Once you've got your junk in a vice, I mean, you pretty much regrettable. know you've committed to it, haven't you? It's not an accident. I don't know, it depends how cold it is, isn't it? If it was cold enough, you probably wouldn't realise until it was too late. Imagine being in the Arctic and... It's never got so cold that I couldn't <laughs> feel my own genitals. <laughs> Believe um, you me. Just, just believe I'm, you I'm me. I'm thinking more vital organs than genitals. Your vitals. Is that not what you? I was thinking uh, genitals as well. Yeah. You're, this I'm is the new maturity of Ben. Now you've maturity. turned thirty. Yeah, you're extremely about... mature. Thanks, guys. Um, you look down on people on unicycles. Yeah. You, you know. Well, were you on the top deck? <laughs> there we go. Ah, come on. Six months ago, you would have hopped on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, what the hell is that? What's this? It's only a bloody unicycle. I mean, how else am I supposed to get to work? On the bus with the rest of the cattle? Not bloody likely. Besides, it's good for my core strength or something. You commute on a unicycle? Uh, Josh, did you know about this? One sec, I'm just putting away my wetsuit. What? Why have you got a wetsuit? Well, I'm hardly going to windsurf to work without one, am I, Dan? Windsurf? Yes, Dan, windsurf. What, you don't expect me to get the tube like the rest of the blooming sheep? But how do you windsurf to a town centre? With difficulty. Great for my upper body strength, though. Anyway, Dan, why did you call this bloody meeting? Ah, uh, yes, well, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you both go. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Yeah. For what two is... reasons. <laughs> what are you playing at? Well, it's... <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're absolutely right, Dan, to make that noise. I made the same one when I heard. Firstly, it's your performing skills. <laughs> Fair enough. They're not, they're not strong. Yeah, but what's the other reason? Well, it's only 5pm, boys, and you've only just got to work. Fired. I don't believe it. I should never have hacksawed my bike in half. Sorry, fellas. No hard feelings, eh? Yeah, no worries, Dan. Think I might get the train back. My core's aching something rotten. Well, home time for me, I suppose. Guess I better start inflating my Zorb. I had a funny thought about transport the other day, which is a bit similar. Was uh, I saw someone on a motorbike? You know those like um, get your motor running. That's just a song. Motorbikes. That's not a. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's not a brand of motorcycle. You, okay. you know that, Steppenwolf. You, you know the motor. You know the motorcycles where you have your legs outstretched right ahead of you. you chopper, know, proper like chopper. chopper yeah, yeah. It's on a chopper, and I was thinking to myself. That must be the funniest transport for if you could remove, right? If you could remove the sight of the mode of transport, what you've effectively yeah. got is a guy going, hey, just doing like a star jump down the road, like arms outstretched, legs arms outstretched, legs out in front of him, especially if about he's got a off the ground and just shooting down the highway. Yeah, like especially if he's, he's got the monkey bars, like yeah. the really high handlebars. It's just like so. It's like he's like sort of sort of saluting the air and then just with his legs woof, out. Off he goes. It looked like you know when people do those stop stop motion where they they like take lots of photos and them jumping and then kind of cut it all together so it looks like they're hovering around. Like, sure, 
It looked like that. That's it? what I thought. What a very funny, and it's like a really positive way. Like it's a positive position to travel in. It yeah, would... considering those people are supposed to be like really intimidating motorcycle gangs, you take away the motorcycles, you just got these guys in leathers. <laughs> these guys in leathers who can just sort of fire themselves along by their asses. Uh, along take away the leathers. Floating. Take away the leathers. You just got nude men <laughs> firing down the street. Guys in pants firing down the street. No. Gangs. <laughs> I that I reckon. You know, like they did that Gus Van Sant shot-for-shot remake of Psycho? Yeah. We do a shot-for-shot remake of Easy Rider, but we, we remove, we the, remove the motorcycles. I reckon this could make our fortune. Finally. Finally, this is going to take us into the, into the big league. It's just, it's just men in pants going down the road, just, a, just, just hovering down the road. This is the future. In 1969, Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper took a journey that changed American cinema forever. Now, in 2011, Pappies repeat that journey with two crucial differences. No bikes and no leathers. This summer, get ready for... Gangs of Men in Pants Zooming Down the Road. This is freedom, man. There's nothing between me and the open road except for a pair of wife fronts. Along the way, they'll meet like-minded souls. Excuse me, mister. Do you think I've got what it takes to join your gang? Let me ask you one question. What are you wearing under them clothes? Is it pants? Because if it's pants, then yeah, you can be in our gang. Is it pants, boy? You wearing pants under them clothes? Uh... I think I'll skip it. You seem a bit creepy. They'll challenge expectations. Look at me. I'm wearing pants and hovering above the ground. I'm challenging your expectations, man. Look, I've asked you three times. Could you please put some clothes on? I'm challenging your expectations. Please put some clothes on. It's my daughter's christening. And travel thousands of miles only to realise that their lives were missing one thing. Has anyone got any clothes I can wear? I'm freezing. Oh, and a bike. I could really use a motorbike. Their lives were missing two things. Gangs of men in pants zooming down the road. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Um, The thing about unicyclists is... Go on. Good core strength. Really? Yeah, yeah, because you're always... You're having to balance, you're having to cycle... Think about so, no. I don't. Uh, I don't know what the core is. I don't know what the core is. But it sounds. Did <laughs> <laughs> like you always talk use? about it? Yeah, core strength, so, good yeah. core strength. Well, the good other core thing strength. they oh, talk. This, this is a really good few core strength. What about because like, oh, the, the other right. thing I used to on gladiators? It was always upper body strength. They're always talking about how the monkey bars would be upper body strength. We used to use that at school for a euphemism for uh, breasts. Oh, she got good upper body strength. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't condone that. <laughs> She's got good upper body strength. The girl from Total Recall, she's got good upper body strength. She's got three of them. Triple upper body strength. Did you find that? Were you attracted by that or...? uh... I didn't know how to feel. Three breasts. I didn't like it. Although I I remember... I was quite attracted. I I, I heard about it before I saw it because uh, a couple of guys at school had had watched it and were like, so, like, two of them are real and they just put a fake one on. Or, like, and they were debating which was the fake one, whether it was the one in the middle. And then you see it and it's like, they're clearly three plastic honkers, aren't they? Three plastic honkers, that should be our new act. (laughs) (laughs) The new name for Pappies, the three plastic honkers. They should do that, like, the, uh, you know, the the hide in the ball under the 
the cups trick, the three cups, <laughs> that with the boobs, like you, you have to guess which one's the real one. And she could switch them around. Do you think that's, up, 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 up. If she could switch them around, I'd imagine that none of them would be real. <laughs> right? If they were if they were all fake on the front. This isn't gonna work. But she well, could move her two boobs around underneath them. No, no, women can't just move their boobs around unless they move their entire body around with well, them. Well, I'm afraid you've been with the wrong kind of lady. <laughs> Can your girlfriend move her boobs around? Nope. <laughs> well, we've all been with the wrong kind of lady then, haven't we? <laughs> what would be the appeal anyway? Like, oh, uh, today I'm just going to wear them on my back. It's, it's not that it's appealing, it's just... It's just a quirk. Uh, I don't know why it's not as appealing, it's just that it could have happened. Can't happen. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're arguing the toss. You're, you're down a blind alley here, aren't you? I really am. This maturity, this, this dirty thing's not working out for me. So talk us through core strength and uh, Pazoid. Well, let's, let's break it down. Obviously the core's going to be uh, in the middle... Through the centre. What about centre of gravity? When someone says they've got a low centre of gravity, it just means they're a bit fat, doesn't it? Does it? I don't or know. short? Have you got a low centre of gravity? Apparently so. Yeah, you would, because you're short, yeah. But I then, does that just mean that, like, my cent- the centre of me is lower to the ground? Yeah. If you're sitting down, you've got a lower centre of gravity. If you are just no, above the ground on your motorcycle, scooting down the road... I think isn't isn't normally talked about in terms of sport. Oh, well, then it's never referred to in terms of me, then, is it? <laughs> no, I don't... <laughs> Person with a low centre of gravity. He's got very low centre of, of gravity. I normally think of a, of, a, of a fat person. That, no, you're thinking of, of low self-esteem. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. Fat <laughs> people are always. Uh, you know, I mean, the more weight very you jolly, put on, the happier they? you get. It's very true. Happy and fat. You, yeah, exactly. Fappy. Hattie. From... Hattie's different, isn't it? Hattie's when you aren't Fappy and Hattie members of uh, N Dubs. <laughs> 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 I met Endubs once. Did you? You have interviewed them? Oh, yeah. Nice nice bunch. They seem nice. Who was the best one? Was it Fraser? Um, Is that the bully people? Well, yeah, but we've all bullied people. <laughs> that's my defence for yeah. Endubs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we've all murdered. The defence rests. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't had a little bit of it? Um, well, yeah, Dappy's really funny. He's See, really, really funny, yeah. He seems he's funny. the one with the hat. Yeah. And he's happy to play, you know, like he makes himself seem like a bit of a knob, but he's happy to do it, I think. That's why he does it. He didn't send you any aggressive bullying text messages after your interview. Yeah, but that's part of the fun, isn't it's it? All part, we've all done it's it, haven't we? It's all part of the fun. We've all harassed a member of N-Dubs. We've all done or it. Or been harassed we've by all been there. Yeah, yeah. I, um... Well, all right, we're, when we're, we're talking celebrities we've met, I, uh... I mean, you've heard, you've heard this already, but it's, it bears repeating... I worked with Louis Walsh last week, and Louis Walsh has an incredible, has something incredible in his arsenal, in that oh. he is... <laughs> <laughs> glad, you, glad you finished that word off. <laughs> oh he God. has... I was going to say he's got something brilliant in his back pocket, but that's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Louis Walsh, right? We, um, we, 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 we were doing this hidden camera stunt uh, together, and at the end of the first shoot, he said... Um, Matthew, you're a star. You're through to the judges' houses. And Incredible. I was like, that's, that's phenomenal. He has the power. He's got a catchphrase. I wanted to you know, put my phone on speakerphone and scream down it to my mum. <laughs> Does he use that every day? He used it again later on to somebody else. I, did I watched it and I was devastated. But at the same time, it didn't take away from the feeling that I got you had. when he went... 
It would be like getting a wink from uh, Simon Cowell. You know when he does that yeah. wink? Yeah. I like you. But do you reckon that's wink. what like, Louis Walsh in Tesco's would go like? You know, that would be £7 these. Thank you, that was incredible. You threw to the judge's house. I think ah, he, have it for free! I think he probably does, yeah. Use it every time. It's a hell of a catchphrase as well, isn't it? Because it's not, you wouldn't think Oh, do you it. know what would be funny? If he, um, if he waited outside a uh, judge's house. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No, no, no. no, 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 no we're just, no, we're no, just fascinated to see where this is going to go. That's, that's a look of pure anticipation. If you, okay, well, let's wait, think about this. He has to break it down. So he'd wait <laughs> outside the judge's house. Let's not rush into this. Okay. Uh, he'd have to be inside. Okay. <coughs> a judge goes to work. You're on an honourable judge. Is there a name for them? You lordships. Lordship goes off to work. And uh, Louis Walsh, we smuggle him in. This is a new This is a new show. We smuggle him in to a judge's hallway. And uh, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> come on. And and uh, his lordship arrives home from work. Well, of course, that last case, I probably shouldn't have given him life. Oh, hang on a sec. Is he, he a bit bent? He this judge. The, Is what? he a bit bit crooked? Well, no, no, no. L- 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 let me finish. Life. I shouldn't have given him life, but we've all bullied. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> we? <laughs> Yeah. That isn't an argument. Uh, that was, what a, a terrible day judging. I've put Dappy in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Lordship, you've come through your front door. You're literally through to the judge's house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that just heard one of them. No, that was... Well, it was... It's certainly a moment. It's certainly a moment. Yeah, but, like... I can't see it working as a, as a television show. Right, let's get this meeting started. We've all been impressed by the viewing figures for You're Through to the Judges' Houses. Louis Walsh standing in the hallway of a variety of judges' houses and greeting them with his X-Factor catchphrase. They said the viewers would turn off. How wrong they were. In fact, next week I'm extending the show from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Well wow. done, everyone. <laughs> well, well done, us. No, no, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. But we cannot afford to rest on our laurels. We need more high-concept TV shows based on already existing catchphrases. Uh, say what you see. Roy Walker in an optician's. Uh, you are the weakest link. Anne Robinson in a jeweller's testing necklaces. Excellent. Write them up. Uh, I've been thinking of a cookery show with the wrestler Dwayne Johnson. You can literally smell what the rock is cooking. Hmm. Oh, oh, Mr. T is overwhelmingly moved by Sir Ben King's performance as Feste in Trevor Nunn's Twelfth Night. He pities the fool. Too highbrow. Uh, Homer Simpson in a bakery. Good. Oh, Basil Brush supervises two controlled explosions. Better. Nice to see you to see you niece. Bruce Forsyth travels to France. You don't need to say another word. Commissioned! Hooray! You couldn't imagine that then they, you know, like uh, he would walk in through the through the door. Louis Walsh would say his catchphrase. Okay. You're through okay. to the judge's house. Hang on, hang I've on. Got a better and way then to they're going to play um, the, the theme from Stardust by Take That. It's not going. It doesn't work, does it? <laughs> okay, I've got a better idea. This is this, well, is, yeah, this no, is any idea you have will be a better oh, no, idea. Hang on, I'm revising my <laughs> statement. Right here we go. And this is the one that I want to go in the final edit. Okay, <laughs> if I were a judge, then every time I opened my front door, I would say to myself. In the voice of Louis Walsh, Which well you done, do. your lordship. You are through to the judge's house. Is this still a TV show? It, no, it's my life now. Right, I'm a judge. Okay. So, are you going? Is this <laughs> your ambition? Wait, how about? How <laughs> it's about, my life as a judge, right? How about? Which, which is a book. <laughs> Okay. Okay. But how about? Uh, let me tell you, it was my seventh year at the Old Bailey, and when I first saw the X Factor, 
And since then, I don't want. Whenever I enter my house, <laughs> you do sound like a judge because you're old and you're doddering. You don't make two. anybody sense, mate. Chapter two. I shouldn't have given him life, <laughs> but we've all murdered, or I've murdered, and that's why I became a judge. It's the murdering judge. <laughs> that's the name of the book. Um, I know it's my it was, life as a. My don't you think if you call judge. it the murdering judge, you're giving away the key spoiler? <laughs> my life. Oh, uh, well, right. Okay, here we go. It would be called. <laughs> right, no, we're getting close to every. With every turn of the screw, we're getting closer to the truth here. We're until we crack this. We're going to crack this before we do anything else. Are you, you trying might... to tell us that you've I, murdered someone? I know. What I'm going to tell you is this. I'm going to write a book called My Life as a Judge, right. where in the final chapter, it turns out that the judge is also a killer. <gasps> and, and then... He's Louis Walsh. And then when I sell the film rights, the film will be called Murdering Judge. Because that's the thing about films, isn't it? You can't have the subtlety. No, no, hang on a sec. There is no subtlety because you've told us the ending of the book on the podcast, so anyone who knows you will have heard this already. Yeah, but you don't write books for the people who know you, do you? The 25 bloody people who listen to Bangers and Mash... <laughs> They're not Hello. Like them, they're not. Hello, Hello fans. They, they don't read. They listen to podcasts. It's a good call, actually. I want the people who are out there in the bloody libraries. Since podcasts came along, <laughs> oh, that, that would be brilliant if you um, if you went on, you know, Newsnight Review to talk about your book. I want those uh, bloody, uh, you know, the people in the what you call them, the old uh, chuffing uh, libraries. Uh, you know, with the with the where the uh, where they keep the books, right? Kirsty Walsh would be like, we've got Tam Parry here. He's <laughs> that's good. That's Louis that... Walsh. How does Kirsty Walsh talk? She's Scottish, isn't she? It's Walk. It's not Walsh. It's oh, not right. Kirsty not... Walsh. It's Kirsty Walk. Just you said Kirsty Walk the first oh, time. Oh, did I? Yeah. Kirst... So, oh, Louis, Louis Walsh, Walsh and Kirsty Walk. I tell you what, you've I never don't... seen him in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're Kirsty Walk, every morning. When you're having oh, a shower. Oh, no. What? When you're in the shower? When you're in the shower. When you're in the shower. Every morning. Oh, it's now it's in the shower. What are you singing to yourself? I've got three tits. No, no. don't be crude. Sorry. What are you singing to yourself? I'm walking, walking back to happiness. I'd go for a walk this way. Better than Why in the shower? That's where you sing and, you know, you get ready for the day. You sing... Tom, what went on this morning while you were in the shower? You what sang. Did you sing and how did you? I prep sang. Um, and keep it clean. What a day this has been, ballsack. What a weird mood I'm in, bumhole. Why it's almost like being in love, armpits. That, that's my. Oh, you actually sing the things you're cleaning. Well, no, no, but it's, a, it's an audio. I'm. I'm I'm talking the listener through my shower. Oh, I'd love it if let you... me tell you, the visuals there were very upsetting. <laughs> there was no need to take your clothes off in order to demonstrate. <laughs> well, uh, you, you, I don't know what to say. Well, you, you sing a song, it's... then you clean your privies and then your armpits. Your privies. <laughs> Tom yeah. attempted a uh, last night. Did you, did you see this? We were doing a gig last night and uh, Tom was sweating a lot. And so instead of like wiping oh. his brow... He got some talcum powder and just like dumped it on his head. And so he was there with like a big <laughs> white patch on the top of his noggin, his bald noggin. Uh, and he was like, oh, I'm just trying to talc off the sweat. Well, you know what? Why don't you just wipe it off? That's the easiest way to do it. Is Whatever it? happened to talc? Still, still available. Baby yeah, sees it. But I mean, like, like my daddy sees it is every morning. Placement? Have you been contacted by <laughs> talcum powder? Me and Imperial Mag- Leather. I've got, Magazine uh, Match is sponsored by talc. Talcum powder, that'd be brilliant. How do they make talc? 
Talc is... Um, is it naturally occurring? Yeah, it's, uh, what they do is they, it's a type of rock, isn't it? And they grind it, like, they mash, they crush it down with a pestle and mortar. That seems very time consuming. A pestle and mortar? In talc factories. Where is a talc factory? They have corn. Are, are those talc factories exactly like, do, the, do all the um, staff have to work naked like they do in those cocaine farms? Oh my god, oh, yeah, they, they can't. Yeah, yeah, because they can't, so they're not smuggling. Imagine how dry right. you'd be if you, work, if you worked, worked in a, a talc, talc factory, factory, yeah. Talc factory, like a shriveled little prune. No, it doesn't shrivel you up. If you worked in a, in a hot bath factory, then you'd be like a shriveled little prune. So what, don't, the hot bath, hot bath factory? Hot bath they don't have to be hot and on to be made. Yeah, they do. They, oh, right, bath testing factory. They don't I don't think you need a factory to, to test something. The old mafia slogan, they don't have to be hot and on to be made. Um, <laughs> straight out of the hot bath factory into the talcum powder factory, it's the old saying... <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's so old that no one remembers it. <laughs> Out of the talc. Oh, no, yeah. Out of the bath and into the talc. Do you think, so is there a... As a, Neil Young Is there a rivalry? Is there a talc and powder factory on the one side of the road? Hot bath factory on the other? Is this a genuine question? Do you want a genuine answer? Because <laughs> the answer's no. There's no rivalry between a bath factory and a talc factory. <laughs> That would be a very. That would be a very. Uh, um, what would be the third thing? Underwhelming. If it was, if it was a West Side uh, Story. Uh, <laughs> Talk. Hot bath. <laughs> oh, Steve, I love you. Oh, Jenny. Though we've just met, I love you too. I feel like I want to tell you everything. And I want to tell you everything. Like how my favourite colour is blue, and how I work in the talc factory, and how I once killed a dog. Oh, Jen- oh my God, Jenny, stop right there. That's awful, awful. It was an accident. I was reversing the car and I didn't see No, not see that. It. We've all killed dogs, Jenny. No, what's terrible is you work in the talc factory. What's wrong with that? Well, it's just that I work in the... I work in the hot bath factory. No! It's true. Oh, no! My only love sprung from my only hate. We've made our love on wastelands and And through through the the barricades. barricades. I shall kill myself with this knife. No! Then I shall join you in death, my love. Steve, it's just occurred to me. We could have just got new jobs. That's a very good point. That's a banger. We could do that. Sorry. Are you all right? What's happened? (laughs) What do you mean, that's a banger, we could do that? As in, that's a sketch we could do in the show, but that's sort of (coughs) thought that could go in your head that we'll chat about afterwards. Yeah, (laughs) sorry, as soon as I said it. We'll take it out, we'll take it out. It's a shame, because you could have just yes-handed it. You could have carried on and done it immediately. If if it was paper, scissors, sewn, and you had towel... Hang on a sec, paper, scissors, what? Stone. Paper, scissors, sewn? I'm a little drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are, aren't you? Because you went out uh, on uh, on the booze last night, didn't you? With your family tearing up the town. I drove home. Well, that doesn't doesn't rule it that out. Doesn't stop you. Of course, it stops no, me. No, Hold no, on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen at home. I just like to say, don't worry, Ben. We've all drunk driven <laughs> your honour. Wait, the, the judge says your honour as well. <laughs> My honour. Well, he's try. He's, he's putting himself on trial. <laughs> <laughs> he literally is putting the whole system he's, on trial. He's pulled over on the side of the road. I am out of order. <laughs> I am out of order. The whole me is out of order. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying about paper scissors sewn. 
Oh, never mind. No, go on. Go on. Paper, scissors, stone. Well, we've kind of moved on from it. And I want to hear I, about I don't it. Want to go back. It's my fave game. Would that be like paper, scissors, and something that has been stitched together? Paper, scissors, sewn. You can't give me two silences. <laughs> well, we can't force laughter, Thomas. We cannot. <laughs> we've known each other too long to do that. Go on. What were you going to say about paper, scissors, stone? I was just saying, but it was a while back now. I was talking about the talc and the hot bath. If they cancelled each you other are out, literally they... between a talc and a hot bath. If it was like paper, scissors, stone, what would the third thing be? Talc, hot bath, um, pumice stone, pumice, bath salt, soap on a rope, soap on a rope. Soap on a rope's a good thought, isn't it? What do you mean? Oh, what a good thing a soap on the rope was. Do you ever have soap on the rope when you were yeah. a kid? Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, I'd have a medal ceremony in the bath. <laughs> That's all I ever used to do, soap on the rope. It's like a, 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 clean, a cleaning medal. <laughs> and for services to Bumhole, <laughs> arise oh. Sir Tom Parry. Oh, my God, I'm buy myself a soap on the rope. Should we do I'm that? Not, can you something you never do as an adult, is it? Just buy yourself a soap <gasps> on a rope. Here's something that um, I found out the other that I got very excited about buying the other day. A Vionetta. Yeah. Do you know what? What we should do is... We should encourage kids. In fact, we should do some kind of project where we go into schools, get kids to record a message to their adult selves to say, do you know what, Nobba? Don't forget the good things in life. You're, 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 you know, you're 30 years old. Go out and buy yourself a bloody soap on a rope. Go and do this. Go and eat a Viennetta. You know what? Eat a Viennetta. They're, wait, they're wait. cheap, relatively. Are these they kids like handmade? Or, or people in their 40s? Like, you know, the soap on a rope wasn't a sort of kiddie thing, was it? It was like a sort of crap gift you'd give to people you didn't really know that well. Yeah, I've never bought. Yeah, but well, as a kid, I only, I've only ever received soaps on the ropes as presents. But you got it yourself. It wasn't given to your dad or no. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got one. Soap as well. on a rope. Soap on a rope. That was the advert. Soap. Hey kids. Like soap. That is like ropes. Imagine, that, uh, yeah, imagine that meeting where a guy goes into the boardroom of the soap company and puts down soap on a rope well, as an idea. Like the key thing is, it's it's the rhyme, isn't it? Well, it's got that's one of the things it's got going for it. But what else? Yeah, it's oh, like a, you can, yeah. it's a soap you can. It's a soap you can hang up, and it's a soap you don't have to. You don't have to have a soap dish. And it's You're the not pr- to it's, find it. it's the prison thing. What? <laughs> it's, like, it's the prison thing. Yeah, that's how like, like Don Draper sold it. You don't. It's, 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 it's the thing of dropping soap, isn't it? You have a soap on a rope. You never drop the soap. You're fine. What? Is that the reason why? Yeah, sure. So it's a prison thing to stop people from being anally violated. Yep. You and, just ruined it... so many childhood memories for me. <laughs> so many enjoyable childhood memories. Do you reckon back. that's I the reason I've just bought back some childhood memories? Okay, Mr. Sud, thanks for coming in. We think you'll be very pleased with the new campaign that we've got for you. Well, gentlemen, we came to you because we're the largest soap company in the North, and you're supposed to be the best advertising agency there is. You're not cheap, so this had better be good. Hey, we've had our best minds on this, and we think we've come up with the perfect way to boost your soap sales. Ta-da! What on earth is that? It's your new poster. Soap cleans your privies and your armpits? Cleans your privies and your armpit. It's simple. It's honest. It's... Horseshit! That's what it is. Pardon my language, but that's the worst slogan I've ever heard. Cleans your privies and your armpits? Who's going to go for that? This is the best you can do? Not good enough. I'm sorry. We're taking our business elsewhere. No, no, wait. 
Wait, uh, I've got more ideas. More. Um, uh, liquid soap. Liquid soap? Whoever heard of something so ridiculous? That's impossible. I've heard enough of this. I'm leaving. No, no, wait, wait. Give us just one more chance. Uh, here. Let me hand you over to Mr. Draper here. He's the best. The very best. Don. Don. Helps me out. You've been sat there all this time and you haven't said anything. I know this isn't your account, but surely you've got an idea. Gentlemen, give me one moment. Quick drag on this cigarette. And down this half bottle of scotch. (sighs) Well, gentlemen, if it's soap you're selling, I have just four simple words for you. Soap on a rope. My God, that rhymes. Soap on a rope? Soap on a rope? That's... that's... why, that's genius. It's masculine, it's powerful. Soap on a rope. For the man that likes to know exactly where his soap is, it's on the end of a rope. And it looks like a medal. And it looks like a medal. Well, I'm sold. Soap on a rope, eh? Incredible. If only you've thought of this two years ago. I would have had a much easier time in prison. Good day, gentlemen. Don, that was brilliant. What's your secret? Well, sir, it's simple. I take the thing I'm selling and put it onto a thing that rhymes with it. You're a genius. Wait until you see what I've got prepared for the sock company. Is that the reason why they gave you... Uh, soap and a rope as a child, because they knew that you were destined to go to jail at some point in your life. They thought you should. Well, they said, "Listen, it. Tom, we've all killed Ben Clark. I find you guilty. Take your soap on a rope <laughs> and off to prison with you, Your Honour." <laughs> no, again, the judge can't say Your Honour. <laughs> life as a judge, it's an internal monologue, isn't it? But you just Life. no, you can't have an internal monologue that addresses another person. I can't, the whole you can't have an internal monologue that goes Ben Clark because this is the um, it's uh, internal. The, uh, the, ben the, can't uh, hear it. The eponymous, not the eponymous judge. He is the eponymous judge. He's the titular judge. What's the uh, steady on <laughs> the three titular judge? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he's the eponymous judge. What's the word for omnipotent, omnipresent? What's the word we have in a relationship? <laughs> the word for om- omnipotent is omnipotent. <laughs> Are you thinking of omniscient? Omnipresent? The omniscient judge? The all-seeing. The, all be- the all-seeing judge. Omniscient, That's yeah. the character. He's the all-seeing he kills, judge. He judges. He drinks a little bit too much. <laughs> he refers to himself. In the third person. And occasionally talks to himself in the voice. This is... I'm really fleshing out this guy. What, he drinks too much? Yeah. So he's, he's a he's... judge, he talks to himself, and he drinks too much. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound very appealing. You don't think it's just like all judges? Appeal denied. Okay. <laughs> oh come on! People have appeals in court. They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was. I thought that was all right, wasn't it? That was yeah, nice. That was a nice bit of business. Not too bad. I just I, my internal monologue was laughing its ass off. <laughs> what else? If you were going to record a message from your childhood, then to you now, if you think like, because you're in a child must. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what would he like? What things yeah, yeah, would yeah, he no, say? This is a good do? idea. Yeah. I, I know exactly we, what it, it would be. It'd be, it'd be like um, the time capsules you bury. Yeah, and it'd be like, like don't look, forget don't... when you're old enough and you can buy it for yourself. Get these things under siege. Under on, siege. Go and buy under siege on DVD. No, you know what? Buy it on video. Authentic. Wait, go. So it's tele. Wait, 
your child yourself is telling you to go to HMB and buy the video of Under Siege. Yeah. Don't you have it already? Yeah. <laughs> so why are you buying another copy? Of As it? an adult, I would say to the child of me, I'm going to get on DVD if you don't mind, because I don't, I no longer have a video player, and the pausing's a lot better on DVDs. Oh, for the scene where she leaps out of the... Is that we've talked too much about boobs in this yeah, episode of Bangers bit. and Mash. In fact, we've talked about, about too boobs. Too much bangers, not enough mash. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, what an excellent meal that was. They certainly do look after me in this home. Now, it's time for me to head off to my game of bridge. Wait a minute. What's this? A dusty old MP3 I've got lying around? It can't be. Can it? Hello. If you're listening to this recording, it's me, your 30-year-old self. I thought I'd make this recording for you to remind you of a few things I don't want you to forget. (laughs) Listen up, old-timer. Number one, never stop wearing cargo pants. They're practical and cool. Number two... Classical music is gay. Stick to jazz. Three. Oh, hang on a minute. What's this? A dusty old compact disc? It says read when you're 30. It it can't be. Can it? Hey, old timer. If you're listening to this recording, you made it to 30. Congrats. It's me, your 14-year-old self. (laughs) As a present, I thought I'd tell you a few things that you should always remember, yeah? To keep it real, yeah? Number one, touch girls' boobs all the time, yeah? Quality. Two, never listen to jazz. It's for benders. Stick to the happy hardcore, bro. Big up in ya. Number three. Oh, wait a sec. What's this dusty old cassette tape? Listen when you're 14. But I'm in the middle of the... Hang on. It can't be, can it? 14-year-old me, this is one-year-old me. Listen up, cos this is important. Eat, sleep and shit wherever and whenever you want. What a remarkable find. Now, Mr Jenkins, it's time for your bridge match. I'm not playing, nurse. No, I think instead I'm going to stay here and shit myself. Mr Jenkins? Now come here and let me touch your boobs. Oh, oh, quality. One, two, three of them. The tri-boob. I've got three. Then it is the future. My secret is out. Pappy's Bangers and Mash, Ep 3, which is short for Episode 3, was written, performed and improvised by... Ben Clark, Matthew Crosby and TP, which is short for Tom Parry. It was produced by LR, which for some reason is short for Colin Anderson. (laughs) You're an idiot.